Welcome back to the ramblings of a madman. Um, slightly, um, slightly different this evening. One, it's it's a Sunday, and uh, which I don't normally do. Um, not that anything about this is regular, but um, this one, this this episode is going to be exclusively um, about the Formula One as it's mid-season. So I'm going to do a mid-season report. Um, let's see how they've all been doing, and uh, and that how I feel, how I feel they're getting on, and how how I predicted pre-season where everyone would be and see how right and probably how wrong I was um, in those predictions. Um, I'll obviously just, just start briefly uh, by discussing the race that just happened, which finished uh, just a bit, just a little under two hours ago. Um, the Belgian Grand Prix at Spa-Francorchamps, arguably the best circuit on the calendar because um, it has so many lovely corners, although... Um, it, uh, it's obviously coming under a little bit of scrutiny recently um, with the death of uh, da- was it Daniel Van- oh, so, so bad I keep forgetting this lad's name and that young Dutch driver Van, Van Toff um, a few weeks ago um, and then obviously the death of um, Antoine Hubert back in 2019 um, was it 2019? Is that long ago? Yes it was um, it's, yeah, it's come under a lot of scrutiny um, for the dangers especially in wet weather Um Especially going through the uh, through the Eau Rouge section, going up towards the Camel Strait, you know, there's a lot of arguments um, for making changes or just accepting the fact that Formula One motorsport in general is dangerous. Um, uh, I'm going to leave that one uh, for another time um, because now I'm just going to focus on 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 the mid season and the race and the race that just happened. Um, but obviously, I, I couldn't not mention that controversy. Um, yeah, the the main race which just finished was, as far as the season goes, it was okay. Um, not the dullest, um, not the dullest race of the year, um, but certainly not a classic by any means. Um, Max Verstappen started sixth, and um, he was fourth um, by the first corner. Um, thanks mostly because Carlos Sainz locked up and uh, understeered into. Um, we didn't quite understand. He locked up and. He then uh, closed the gap for um, Oscar Piastri, who started um, third. Oscar had a great weekend up until this point. Um, he clipped Oscar, and Oscar, now he did he clip Oscar, Oscar hit the wall um, going into the source. And um, yeah, that, that ended Oscar's uh, week, or sorry, his race straight away. Um, unfortunately, because yeah, he'd, he'd been having a good a good weekend up until that point he'd, he'd out qualified Lando um, in both normal qualifying and in the sprint qualifying and he finished on the podium in the sprint race um, finishing second his first podium in F1 um, which is which is, he's showing he, he really is the real deal is Oscar Piastri because he came in he came into F1 with a lot of uh, weight in his shoulders um, for how well he'd done in, his, in the junior categories um, but yeah then as the race pr- progressed um Max didn't fly out into the lead initially. Um, it took him a few laps to get by Hamilton, who'd now uh, slipped into third. Um, I thought I know Hamilton was third, wasn't he? And Piastri was fourth. Anyway, either way, um, he eventually got by ha- uh, Hamilton. Um, he made pretty easy work of Leclerc in second, and then I think it was lap lap ten or eleven. I think it was he caught Perez. Um, and eased past him in equal machinery, and um, which says says a lot about Max. Probably says more about Checo. Um, and then after that, then yeah, it was just it was Max's race to lose. Um, 
the only bit of drama really was there was a bit of rain about a third third of the way in and only lasted for less than 10 minutes and it wasn't particularly heavy to the extent where nobody had to pit for wets or inters um max had a little bit of a wobble going up through urge um but that was that was really the the most dramatic thing that happened in the race there was a lot of chopping and changing because there was kind of a mixed tire strategies and um they didn't have much data um on on dry tires um any of the teams because it had been such a wet weekend up until this point um but yeah any of the overtakes were they were mostly um drs related going down the camel's right there were some good ones the the alpines but gasly and lock-on they made some uh, pretty pretty barnstorming um, moves throughout the race. Um, Gasly made a great one on Albon, particularly. Um, Albon made some great some great um, overtakes, um, cementing um, his talent, which he's been showing off over the last couple of seasons since his return back with Williams. Um, unfortunately, he didn't score any points today. I think I think he finished twelfth. Let me check the standings here. Um, no, twelfth. Oh, fourteenth. Oh, that's disappointing because um, he. He was up and down through the grid all out through the race again through the due to the um due to the, the different strategies. Um and the Williams has great straight line speed, but not not a whole lot of downforce. Um so yeah, um how did how did it finish up all in then in the main race? Um Verstappen twenty two and a half seconds ahead of Perez in second. Clerk third, which was good to see Ferrari back on the podium going into the summer break was something they kinda needed because been a bit of a dismal season for Ferrari this year. Hamilton fourth. Um, I think he probably would have hoped for better than that. I think he was hoping for a podium, but um, again, I'm sure they won't. They won't be too disappointed with that going into the summer break. Alonso Alonso did very well in the race. To be fair, um, Aston Martin had been dropping off, um, but he got fifth. Um, but it was a pretty well executed race by him and the team. Uh, Russell sixth. Um, yeah, um, Lando seventh, um, which is a bit of a, a bit of a fall from grace for McLaren over the last, considering the last couple of races they've had. But in the grand scheme of things for their season, that's not bad. And tread the race, Lando's actually been eaten up by people because um, the 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 McLaren was just didn't suit this track because like we knew they were good in high speed, and then they did pretty well in Hungary, even and that had loads of low speed uh, corners in it, low to medium speed. Um, so it was hard to rejudge how they were going to do in Spa. Um, Oscar showed that that the, the car certainly had pace. Um, although then he obviously got taken out, so we don't know where he would have finished in the end. Um, but yeah, Lando was down as far as sixteenth at one point, I think. Um, so to finish seventh, um, I'm sure he won't be too disappointed with that. Um, Ocon eighth, um, Stroll ninth, um, and then Sonoda fair play to him. Um, finished tenth and got a point, um, which is good considering that the AlphaTauri is probably the slowest car on the grid at the moment. Um, and he started pretty low down. I think he started sixteenth. Um, let me double check that. Uh, so now to start it. Do, 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 ba, do, boom. Psh. Swing your arms to side to side. Uh, we started eleventh. Um, so finishing tenth is still decent result. Decent result for Yuki. Um, and then non points. Uh, non-points paying positions uh, Gasly 11th I think he'll be a bit disappointed with that because um, he was the Alpine was relatively quick this weekend and he finished uh, third in the sprint um, so not a, not a terrible weekend um, for Gasly and Alpine because um, they've having, been having a pretty dismal season altogether um, I also mentioned in my last podcast that uh, Lauren Rossi had stepped down as CEO from Alpine 
Um, and then it's announced this weekend that Otmar Safnauer, the team principal, and Alan Permain, uh, the chief technical officer, and um, the two of them are leaving now after Spa. Um, and then, so yeah, there's been a, lot, a huge revolving door at Alpine. Um, but I think I think they're kind of going to go for a, a clean sweep and try and turn things around because, yeah, um, I think Alpine uh, and the Renault board um, are expecting a lot more from the from the Formula One team, which is yet to really come to fruition. Um, Valdry Bottas was twelfth. Zhou uh, Guanyu was thirteenth. Um, no points for Alpha, but not the worst result they've had this season. Albon, I say he'll be disappointed with 14th. Um, Magnussen, 15th. Ricardo, 16th, um, which I think he'll be disappointed with because he had a pretty decent... He didn't score any points in the sprint race. He just fell, as, fell outside the points because he only get points up until 8th. I think he finished 10th in the end in the sprint. Um, he finished convincingly ahead of Yuki in the sprint. Um, but 16th for Daniel. I don't know what happened because where did Daniel start? Sorry, now this is. I should write this. Story. I didn't write anything down for this one, even though I'm even though I'm not doing an outdoors walking around podcast like my last one. I am sitting at my desk because it's a very miserable Sunday um, afternoon. It's piss and rain, unsurprisingly, the shittest summer we've had in a long time. Um, and it, oh yeah, no, Daniel only started nineteenth. Um, I didn't actually see qualifying because I was away at the weekend. Um, more on that when I do a normal podcast. Um, um, so he must have had a, yeah, he must have a pretty poor qualifying. He was obviously out in Q, Q1. Um, so it's not out qualified him for normal qualifying. And therefore, um, I thought something had happened to Ricardo at the start of the race um, that dropped him down. But I am wrong. He just started way down at the back. Um, and he could only get up as far as... Where was I? Uh, 16th. So not great from Daniel. Um, he had a good first weekend and the sprint went pretty pretty well for him so again look we won't write him off just yet it's only his second race back um but yuki will definitely have to take a lot of uh will have to take a lot um of insp- or what am i looking for confidence um from that result from the race um scoring a point and and beating dino pretty convincingly um logan sergeant 17th um again it just the williams just didn't really have the pace to get any more than that to be honest um, and then Science had to retire. They retired the car on lap 23 because um, he did sustain damage when he clipped uh, Piastri at the start. Um, big chunk taken out of the side pod. Um, and he was just dropping down the order. Um, I think they tried to just hang on in case any rain did come along. Um, and Because if, if it got really heavy, they might have red flagged the race and they could have fixed the damage and he could have went back out. But that didn't happen. So after the rain stopped, they brought him in and just retired the car. May as well conserve all the componentry. And then Piastri obviously was out um, on the first lap with that same collision with Carlos. Um, I'll quickly go through the sprint as well because the sprint was actually quite entertaining because um, it was delayed for quite a while um, due to very heavy rain. Um, it got going under the safety car. Um, but then as the safety car pulled in, although the track was very wet initially, um, everyone was out on extreme wets. But it was it was quite obvious then um, just before the before the uh, safety car came in that it was going to be dry enough for inters so teams have to decide um do they double stack did they bring in one driver um and then pit the next driver on the lap after most most went for pit pit one and then pit the the next driver or next car um on the next lap i think i think pretty much everyone did that um so max actually stayed out um and they they, they pitted checo um, which meant, because um, Piastri did come in um, as the safety car came in as well, um, um, so, he, so Piastri actually took the lead 
for a couple of laps in the in the sprint. Um, Max did get him back eventually, which was which was inevitable. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of chopping and changing um, due to the, the changing conditions. Um, it was actually quite a, quite an exciting race. Um, the only DNF I think from the from the sprint was um, oh well the Perez um, Hamilton had actually great pace in the in the drying conditions on the inters and he was he was he was he was, he was cutting through the grid because um, um, I think he started pretty where did he start he started. They're pretty far back. Spring shootout. Do, 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 do. Well, he started seventh, but um, he was he was carving through the grid, um, and he caught um, he caught Perez and was has, was much quicker. Uh, he was he was alongside him, but understeered into him in the in the damp conditions, and um, which put a big big hole in the side of Perez's car, um. And then Prez um, eventually retired the car due to the damage. But Prez was um, going backwards anyway. He'd been leapfrogged by loads of drivers um, uh, before Hamilton even overtook him. Um, Hamilton got a five-second penalty, which I think was a bit harsh. It was, it was definitely a racing incident, um, but it, it didn't really seem to bother Lewis. Um, it dropped him down a few places, but the sprint race was very few points on offer anyway, so he didn't really, he didn't really care. Um, so yeah, I, what, what, not not it was the sprint race. Sorry, um, Max. Yeah, Max won it. Uh, Piastri was second, which was great for for him and McLaren. Um, Gasly third, which he was delighted with. Uh, Science fourth, um, and Charles fifth. They dropped down one position each from where they qualified. But again, they'll take the points. Uh, Lando was sixth. Um, again, just a little bit off form this weekend. Lando Lewis dropped down to seventh um, with the penalty. Um, and then the last points position was Russell. Um, I think he just nipped Ocon on the line. Um, Daniel Ricciardo was running in the points for a little bit, but dropped down to 10th, but not a bad result for him in those strange conditions. Um, Stroll, Albon, Bottas, Magnussen, Guan Yu Zhou, Logan Char, Sargent, uh, Nico Hulkenberg, and Yuki Tsunoda, and then Perez and Alonso. Oh, yeah, sorry, the, the other retirement was Alonso, making a very rare mistake. Trying to overtake Magnussen, um, he he just lost it on, in, in the wet conditions offline, and beached it into the gravel drop. Um, so a rare mistake from Fernando Alonso, but he certainly made up for it in the main race by finishing fifth. Um, so that's yeah my rundown of the Belgian Grand Prix. Um, so let's have a look at my predictions. Um, pre uh, before what that I wrote down before the season. So I'm going to go in reverse reverse order. Um, so was that thunder? horrible out there um so williams finished last last season so i started with them and um, I, uh, I did a write up for all the teams but i'd put a little one-liner prediction at the end and my prediction for williams at the beginning or just after preseason testing was 10th with a handful of points um so slightly wrong on that one thus far um because williams are currently sitting seventh um in the championship with um with 11 points which is which is i suppose slight, slightly more than a handful well, well Judging by the rest of the it is a handful of points, um, but they're not last. Um, all those points have been scored by Alex Albon. Um, he has pulled out some great races in the first half of the season. Um, uh, you can almost say outperforming the car. Um, but Williams, the Williams car has certainly, made, or Williams have made a, a, a decent progression um, from the last few years. Um, it's not the slowest car on the grid. Um, it's not the fastest by, by a far margin. And they're definitely in the lower tier, but they're at the top of the lower tier. Um, which is definitely a, a step up in improvement. James Vowles came in this year um, from Mercedes. 
Um, Albon is performing, performing well. And to be fair to Logan Sargent, he hasn't scored any points as yet. Um, he's the only full-time driver um, to not score any points. The only other people who haven't scored points is Nick DeFries, who we'll get on to in a moment, and Daniel Ricciardo, who's only two races in. Um, but in fairness, he's, he's, he's on the cusp of scoring points, and, and he's, he's holding his own. Albon certainly has a measure on him, but for a rookie, he's not doing terrible. And um, we've certainly seen uh, worse rookie seasons. Um, to the point where I would, at, at this point, at the halfway juncture, um, I definitely think Logan would would definitely be deserving of at least another season um, to see how he progresses. Um, so Williams, yeah, exceeding my expectations. Um, I said they'd be last with a handful of points. They're not last. They're seventh um, with 11 points. And if they can keep that going... Um, I don't think they'll catch uh, sixth because um, there's a big gap. Um, but if they if they can finish seventh, because um, they're currently on the seven amount of points as the team that's in eighth um, with 11 points. Um, but if they can finish seventh and extend their gap in seventh, I think they'll be happy enough with that. Um, um, Albon can pull off a few more spectacular performances. Um, he seems to be a bit of a tire whisperer and he certainly is uh, He's getting the best out of the car. Um, Albon is the real deal um, he got a bit hard done by because um, he was well he he got in kind of because he was dropped by Red Bull he was a Red Bull junior driver he was dropped by them um, but then they brought him back um, when there was a whole merry-go-round of Gasly Fiat fucking Brenton Hartley all sorts of drivers going in and out of Red Bull they dropped him in into Alpha Terry what was it brought him into Alpha Terry which was Tara Rosso still at the time um, and then when Gasly got demoted uh, back to um, Tara Rosso after his short stint at Red Bull, when he got destroyed by Max, um, they brought Albon into Red Bull, um, and he was on for a couple of great um, results at Red Bull, um, a couple of which were he was annoyed by Lewis Hamilton, who tagged him in, was it Brazil 2019? Um he got tagged him at a race that album could have possibly won, at least finished second. Um, and then in Austria 2020, um, was that 2020 or 2021? It's COVID. Anyway, he got tagged again by um, by Lewis um, as he was overtaking him um, for a podium position. Um, now he, he, he was getting shown a pretty, what's the word I'm looking for? He was, he was, he was being dominated by Max, um, but not to the extent as others have been. Um, and he was certainly improving because he hadn't been in Formula One that long. Um, um, but then he got yeah he got turfed out, um, and he had nowhere to go. Um, and then he took a year on the sidelines as a reserve driver for Red Bull. Um, and then he got the Williams drive, and he's been showing that he he is the real deal. Um, he just needs he just needed a bit of time. Um, he just was one of the victims, one of the many victims of the helmet Marco Red Bull. Um, impatience with drivers um, but he is getting a second chance and he's proving his worth um, okay so that's Williams uh, then ninth last year was Alpha Terry um, I said prediction 7th if the drivers can perform on a high level again I'm pretty wrong on that one um, because they are currently um, where is it they they are dead last. Um, they are tenth, and they've so far only scored three points. All of those scored by Yuki Tsunoda. Um, what did I say again? If the if the driver seventh, if the drivers can perform on a high level. Um, so, in defence of the drivers, the car is shit. Um, it's it's by far 
And um, well, no, actually, I, 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 I do think there's another car that actually might be slower than it. Um, it's just the other car um, has a has a weakness that's that's causing it more problems. Um, but it's 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 either slowest or at, at best second slowest um, on the grid. Um, it didn't help. Uh, um, Nick DeFries, we have to talk about him. Um, I said this when he when he was initially signed. I thought that was a strange, strange move. It was based off of one good drive he had in uh, 2022 when he was um, when he was brought in at the last moment to uh, to fill in for Alex Albon, who we've just spoken about, who had appendicitis um, at Monza, um, and he and he performed pretty decently, to be fair. Now a track that suited suited the Williams car, and um, because it's a low downforce, high speed track. Um, he scored, I think he might have finished 8th, I can't remember, quite remember, 8th or ninth. He scored a couple of points for Williams, um, which again was a was a pretty big deal then. Um, Albon had scored a couple of points up to that point. Um, but he beat Nicholas Latifi, who, God love him, he seems like a, a top bloke, and we've just found out recently he's now given up on racing and he's going to study I think, business um, in London somewhere. Um, but um, yeah, so like he probably is a slightly better driver than Nicholas Latifi was. Um but it was a bit of a knee-jerk reaction then. That one, that one result, because um, he is like his, he is a former GP two champion, but he won the GP two championship in his I think it was his second year. Um, you know, there's a, a trope going around that someone who if you can't win your um, if you can't win GP two in the first season, um, you're not going to be an F one world champion, um, which is a bit of a common trend. Um, and the person he beat to the title was Nicholas Latifi. Um, it wasn't a particularly strong grid that year. And he won Formula E, but again, he won it under strange circumstances. The last race was a bit of a shit show, and I think there was 13 drivers in the running up until the last race. Um, look, he's, he, as I said before, I think I said in the previous when it was, the previous podcast when it was announced, he was getting the sack. He's, he's, anyone who can qualify a Formula 1 car is a good driver, um, but just at the high standards of Formula 1, I don't think Nick had it. And yeah, I was surprised when he got signed. Was it a bit harsh how he was kicked out? Yes, but that is the Red Bull way. It's nothing new. Um, so Daniel Ricciardo was drafted in. He's only two races in. Um, he seems he's definitely a better option than Nick anyway. For starters, he had a very good race there last weekend in Hungary. Um, he did well in the sprint this weekend. Um, the race didn't go great for him, but again, look, the car isn't great. Um, so my prediction seventh. No, they're dead last. Um, I don't. Well, they. I feel like they. Well, no, they're 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 a fair bit behind. Um, they they might if they can get their shit together. Um, if if Daniel continues to improve and if Yuki continues his form of improvement as well, um, I think they might be able. To, they might be able to catch the people in in ninth. And um, if they can score another couple of decent points results. Um. It, um. If if they hit the ground running for the second half of the season, there's a bit of a gap. It's a six point gap, but you know it only takes you know Daniel and Yuki to get a couple of you know eighth places, maybe a, you know eighth, ninth, or a seventh or something. Um, and the other team who is in ninth, uh, um, the person they could catch the, the team in eighth as well, who have eleven points. Um, so they'd have to like, score eight more than them because I think that other that other team in eighth. Again, I'd be surprised if if they managed to pull off anything special, because um, they 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 collected some lucky points at the beginning of the season, and they haven't really shown anything since. Um, I'm rambling, which is a trend um, on this podcast, but <clears throat> yeah. So 
Seventh, if the drivers can perform at a high level. Um, no, they are last. They would stay last um, if it was just if all the weight was rested on Yuki's shoulders and they kept with Nick. But with Daniel now and Yuki, um, if they can get a bit of momentum going in the second half, they might be able to jump up from from last into maybe eighth or ninth. Um, but seventh, I was a bit ambitious with that one, um, considering the driver lineup that they had. Then eighth last year it was Haas. Um, Haas, do, 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 what did I say? Prediction fifth, once they can keep on top of development. Wow, I was well out with that one. Well, whatever. Well, because like they had a relatively decent um, 2022. Um, K-Mag came, came in at the 11th hour to replace Nikita Mazepin. Um, and, uh, you know, he had, he had he won, he got sprint pole in Brazil. Um, they had some decent, uh, well, again, K-Mag um, had some decent points, points finishes. Um, Mick Schumacher... Um, improved and picked up a few points as well so i thought maybe they might um progress a bit this year because they had k mag who seemed to be on form and they were bringing in the the um experienced and capable hands of um nico hulkenberg this year um but it hasn't really transpired into into much um couple of couple of lucky 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 uh, uh finishes um for the team um like in, in Australia, Nico Hulkenberg managed to finish, I think it was fifth or sixth after a bit of chaos at the end of the race. That infamous uh, standing start restart that they had near the end, which was odd. Sorry, I'm taking a sip of water. Ah, sorry, excuse me. Um, but yeah, it hasn't really worked out. That Other than that, um, came out, or sorry, Nico has pulled out some, some pretty decent... Um, qualifying results in the Haas. Um, he's made Q3 a couple of times and he's been a regular in Q2 but then race pace of the Haas has been absolutely abysmal and they've just dropped off. Um, they are currently, um, they're 8th um, but they're on le- their level points with Williams in 7th um, but I feel Haas are going to continue go, to go backwards. Um, the team that's in ninth um, is only 3 points behind them. Their only seven greatest staff team aren't having a great season either, who so they might not catch them. But as I said, I think Alpha Terry, if they have a couple of decent races in the second half, could leapfrog Haas. Um, it's just yeah, it's just like the, as I said, it's got good quality pace, but it just seems to chew through its tires and have no race pace. Um, and then it just tumbles down the order, and they're just not finishing at the points. Um, unless they have some sort of massive upgrade going into the second half of the season, yeah, I said I think Haas might. They potentially might drop. They might hold on to eighth, maybe, because um, the team in ninth aren't having a great season either. Um, and unless Avatari, you know, if Avatari don't have um, don't have a, a slight improvement going into the second year or, or get those couple of points finishes, I think they might deserve, and um, they might hang on to eighth. Um, but my prediction of fifth that was bold because um, they did have a lot, they did have decent pace in um, in preseason testing, but. Yeah, fifth. I was way out with that one. Um, eighth, and possibly, I possibly might drop further. Um, now, here's an interesting one: Aston Martin, who finished seventh last year. Um, my prediction was third. Third, if they can steal a march on Mercedes and some Alonso magic. Um, so, um, they are cur- 
they are currently third. Um, so I'm kind of on the ball with that one. Um, but yeah, the season started pretty spectacularly. Um, they were without doubt the second fastest car. Um, up until a couple of races ago, my prediction probably would have been wrong because they really should be second. Um, one of the main reasons Mercedes is ahead of them is the majority of the 196 points that Aston Martin currently have have been scored by uh, Fernando Alonso. Um, the Franz- Fernando Alonso magic that I mentioned has, has been strong, was strong anyway. Um, it has been strong. Um, you know, his fifth place today was was a great result. But in the first, didn't he? Sc- he I think he scored six podiums in the first eight races. Um, most of those being second places. Um, he was the second fastest driver. Um, pretty much for the first first eight races, give or take. Um, but then since like Silverstone onwards, they just seem to have dropped backwards. Um, Mercedes have taken a step. Um, as have McLaren. Um. But yeah, there was a change of 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 the construction of tires in Silverstone, which may have may have had um may have had uh, an effect on them. Um, apparently, they do have some some big upgrades coming along for the second half of the season. Um, but like re- Aston, from from the form they had at the beginning, um, they should be higher than third, because um, the the team in fourth um, aren't far behind them, um, and and they've they've slipped a. a Quite a quite a decent decent bit back now from the team in in second again, which I in that in that scenario, that's mostly down to to, to second driver Lance Stroll, because um, Alonso has done Alonso has done most of the heavy lifting. Um, I I, I have to ask how, how long can the nepotism last with Lance Stroll and Aston Martin if Alonso keeps dominating dominating him dominating him the way he, the way he is, um. Like you have to think, like if 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 a Lando Norris, um, or like even like a Piastri, um, was alongside Alonso there, I think Aston would probably be comfortably second now. Uh, well, not comfortably, but they but they would at least be second, um, rather than the third they're currently sitting at. Um, but you know, will Daddy Stroll get rid of his son, and um, for the good of the team? It might not be up to him. You know, there is a board there. Um, although I do I do believe for the for. Uh, Whatever the road car division, I think with the Formula One team, I think uh, Lawrence Stroll might be the majority shareholder. Um, but yeah, um, they're saying they did. Apparently, they do have some upgrades uh, coming for the second half of the season, so maybe they might have a return to form. Um, it's been a good first half, all in, but they have been dropping off lately. Um, so that's something they do need to turn around. Um, because while they are currently third, if they don't get their shit together. Um, that could quickly turn to fourth, and as I said, they definitely deserve to be second. Um, Alfa Romeo Sauber, who finished sixth last year, uh, my prediction was going to be uh, ninth, barring massive dramas for others. Um, I think I might have been actually pretty on the ball with that one. Um, so two two in a row now, at least. Um, I said third for Austin, even though with the form I, I, I was close to getting that one wrong. But you know. You know, my crystal ball worked, but um, I think my crystal ball was completely accurate for um, for our, for Alfa Romeo because they are ninth. Um, they're ninth on nine points. Um, they had a couple of flashes at the beginning of the season. That's where they picked up um, some of their early points, more kind of taking advantage of other people's woes. Um, like Bottas, you know, he's an okay driver. Like, like he seems like a great bloke, but 
you know, he's he's a he's a uh, who would you compare him to from the past? Um, Fizzy would be better. Giancarlo Fisichella. Um, Rubens would have been better. Um, he, he's he's good. He's just not great. Um, yeah, okay. He's a he's a he's a he's a previous race winner, but he was a previous race race winner in the best car. While his teammate at the time, Lewis Hamilton, was absolutely blowing everyone else out of the water. Um, Guan Yu Zhou, um, again, he's, he's, he's shown improvement, um, but I don't know if he's only shown enough improvement to to hang on to a seat in Formula One. Um, he, he, like, he, they, had, they had great qualifying in Hungary. Again, it's, they have decent enough pace in qualifying, but it's race pace where they're really lacking. Um, like Guan Yu Zhou there now in Hungary, um, he, like, he qualified fifth. Um, bogged down the start which in fairness wasn't his fault it was the team's fault and um, it was a software issue but then trying to make up for the bad start he, he plowed into Daniel Ricciardo which caused the incident then between the two Alpines stuff like that in his in his second like second season now those are the kind of things he really can't be doing he wants to hang on to his seat um, and being the only Chinese driver on the grid um, and it being a giant market for Formula 1 and considering that it's it's 99.9% that the, the Chinese Grand Prix will happen next year. Um, might play in his favour, because I don't think there's any other Chinese drivers coming up through the ranks. Um, but yeah, they are ninth. Um, poor car development. Terrible race place. The drivers not doing spectacularly. Um, yeah, ninth is where they are, and ninth is where they deserve to be. Um, they are six points ahead of Avatari, but as I said previously, if Avatari can get their shit together for the second half, I could see Avatari jumping them. Um, they're only they are only what two points behind Haas. Um, so you know, I said I don't think Haas are going. Like, I'd be surprised if Haas make any improvements. Um, so like, if they manage to get a lucky points uh, finish, um, they might jump Haas. Um, and maybe maybe get eighth, um, but again I think I you know Avatari might jump them. Um, they're not far away from Williams, but Williams are in a different league um, performance wise. It's just that they're that bottom chunk Williams has Alfa Romeo and Avatari are quite close points wise, but the the performance deficit is actually much bigger than the points. Um, the points show. Um, so yeah, I think. Alfa Romeo will probably finish ninth. Um, I think they might jump Haas, maybe, but I think Haas could fall to, could fall to tenth um, if Avatari have, have have a turnaround at second half of the season. I'm basing a lot of this on. I, I think Avatari might might have a bit of a turnaround um, in the second half um, and possibly jump Alfa and Haas, but we shall see. But Alfa are ninth. I don't see them going anywhere further than that. Um, on the form they've had at the beginning of the season. Um, McLaren. Um, so from McLaren, I said um, eighth, unless their upgrades perform miracles. Um, and to be fair, up until a couple of races ago, that was pretty pretty accurate. Now they weren't eighth. I think they were seventh, sixth or seventh. They were seventh up until Silverstone. And then they brought in their upgrade package. Um, which they, which is the one I was talking about, their upgrade package performance miracles, and it did. Um, two podiums in a row for Lando, um, 
and two and decent points finishes and a shootout podium for for Oscar there. They've they've made a they've spent a chunk lot of points in the last three races, um, so they are currently sitting. Um, where is McLaren? They're currently fifth. Um, so they took a big chunk in the last couple of races. The beginning of the season was was pretty dismal, um, but they are they are they are the car is possibly it's possibly the fourth fastest car, um, fourth or fifth. Um, they're a decent chunk behind fourth, um, but they're well ahead of sixth, um, so they'll probably finish the season in fifth, um, unless the team in fourth really um, trail off. Um, but no, I think I think fifth is where McLaren will stay. Um, they'll, they'll probably extend their gap to sixth from sixth, but I don't think they'll catch the team in fourth because um, there's there's nearly eighty points in it there. Um, but they are nearly fifty ahead of sixth. Um, so yeah, a good turnaround by McLaren. Um, I predicted eighth, but I think they're going to finish in fifth. Um, Lando has been has been performing great. Didn't have a great weekend this weekend, but um, overall he's been he's been showing he's the real deal. And uh, same for for Piastri. Um, coming in as a rookie, um, he's been he's been pretty close to Lando. Um, from the get go. Um. Well, all things considered, Lando had, had has had legs on him initially, but not by a massive margin. And this weekend, um, Oscar actually actually was ahead of Lando. So, yeah, I, I'd almost go as far as to say McLaren have the strongest driver pairing on the grid um, this season. Um, fight me. Um, do, 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 do Alpine. So Alpine had a pretty decent season last year. Um, so what's this? They finished, was that fifth? Um Best of the rest, so what? So it means they finished fourth last year. Um, my prediction was a sixth, but it'll be a close battle with Haas. Um, so again, that, that was me going off um, Haas having pretty decent pace in preseason qualifying, which did or preseason um, testing, which has not translated into anything um, in the real world of uh, competitive racing. And um, so Alpine, well, they are currently sixth. Um, so I was pretty bang on with where they would be in the championship, but they're not battling Haas. Um, there, there is pace in the car. Um, they do reckon that the engine is is pretty about forty horsepower down on the rest. Um, but it does seem to have a pretty good aero package. Um, the drivers have been doing their best. They've just been they've they've been pretty unlucky. Mostly Gasly um, has been has had a lot of poor luck. Um. Like Hungary being an, an obvious example, a double DNF in the first corner through no fault of their own. Um, one of the main issues Alpine are having is all the, the ramblings that are going on in management. Um, um, and again, they've just been, they've kind of been caught out by how well Aston McLaren have been doing. Um, so, yeah. Sixth, I think sixth is where they're going to finish. Um, they're well ahead of Williams. Um, Williams are on 11 points, Alpine are on 57. But McLaren is fifth on 103. Um, it would take a miracle for Alpine to get any further than sixth. Um, so they're going to finish, I say, you know, at the end of the season, going from fourth to sixth with all the resources that Alpine have, um, they will be disappointed. Um, again, I, I, it's not really the driver's fault. It's not really the team. And when I mean the team, like the, the people who build the car. Um, and people who designed the car and all the mechanics it's none of their fault I just think it's more of a management issue at Alpine um, so yeah a lot to, a lot, a lot for Alpine to work out um, but 6th is where I predicted and 6th is where they are and 6th is where they're going to finish 
Mercedes. Um, predictions. Fourth, especially if Aston still a march before any meaningful upgrades. Um, so again, at the beginning of the season, that probably was going to be correct um, because they stuck with their no-pod design again at the beginning of the season, which everyone was kind of like, really? Because it didn't work last year. Um, and the start of the season was pretty poor. Um, they were being trounced by, well, by obviously Red Bull um, and by Aston Martin and by Ferrari. Um, that's why I thought they were going to be fourth. And But they have been working hard on bringing, on bringing constant upgrades to the car. And look, their their two drivers are are decent. Um, Lewis um, has certainly had the legs on George this year. And um, to be fair, um, not Lewis. When Lewis is is relaxed, which he seems to be, is when you get the best out of Lewis. And um, he's been driving pretty well this season. He's had some good results, podiums, strong points finishes. Um, so yeah, so the, the, the Mercedes brought in a, a revised car. I can't remember exactly which race it was. I think it was supposed to come in at Monza, but then, no, sorry, not Monza, um, Imola, but obviously Imola due to the, the terrible um, natural disaster. I think I think it's safe to say we can call it that they had with the flooding and the, the high rainfall. Uh, Imola was cancelled. Um, so the first race it was brought into was Monaco, which was not a great place to bring it a, an upgrade to. Um, and then in Spain, which was the race I was at, um, it didn't show a huge amount of improvement, although they were... They were um, running slightly higher than they have been but in the last few races they've really upped the game um, and again this is more thanks to the fact that they have two strong drivers rather than Aston's one strong driver um, McLaren or sorry Mercedes are, are, are currently sitting second in in the um, in the Constructor Championship um, so yeah that's that's interesting um, it's mainly because the team in fourth who I'm sure you've worked out now by um, the loss of deduction who they are um, or if you know the constructor standings um, I'm just being coy um, while I go through my predictions here um, yeah they 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 were, th- they were fourth at one point they leapfrogged the team that's now currently fourth fourth, and they've leapfrogged Aston Martin who were second um, and they're a good 50 points 51 points actually um, ahead of Aston Martin um, and again that's one yes they have improved and Aston have been kind of going backwards in the last couple of races um but um yeah having two strong drivers has been a, a strong factor in that as well um will they stay second mm, yeah f- 50 points if they can continue the form they're on um maybe but if aston and their upgrades for the second half of the season if, if, if aston can return to the way they were at the beginning they might have a threat from aston but yeah, I, th- I think Mercedes might finish second, um, which they'll probably be happy with, considering the last couple of years they've had, um, especially last year, which was dismal, and how th- this year started. Um, no one's going to catch Red Bull. Um, so yeah, if they, if they can stay second, I think they'll be happy with that, um, especially since I predicted that they were going to be fourth. Um, so yeah, hats off to Mercedes. Um, well, not surprising. They should be doing better than they are, but they've certainly turned it around. Um, next up, Ferrari. Ferrari finished second last year. Um, second, but a str- but a stronger, more consistent season. Oh, how I wish that was true. Um, yeah, they started off the season like in, in preseason testing that they were going to be quick this year. Um, but they've very much just been they've been shown 
they've they're well they're currently fourth. He was the team who I'm sure you predicted um, was fourth without me saying it up until now. Um, yeah, Aston Martin com- completely blew them and Mercedes out of the water at the beginning of the season, and now Mercedes have come on form. Um, they are they are just a uh, just a, sh- a sh- what they're they're seventy eight points ahead of McLaren, but if McLaren's form continues, um, they might become a threat to Ferrari. Now Ferrari had a decent enough weekend this week. Um, they qualified relatively well, and Charles got a podium there in the main race. Um, but Ferrari do need to get their shit together. Um, being fourth is not good for Ferrari. Um, they should be second, but they're not. Um, and that's just simply, again, just due to just to too many cooks spoiling the broth. Um, the drivers are good, um, again, and they have all the resources, but just, yeah, they just need to, they need some stability um, and they need to just stop being Ferrari. Um Bring back Sean Toff, that's what I say. Um, fourth, not good enough. Um, I wish my prediction was correct of second. Um, they're not a million miles away from Aston Martin. They're only five points behind Aston Martin. Um, if Aston Martin don't... If, they, if Aston Martin continue on the trend they're on now, Ferrari will catch them. Um, but I think that's going to take a lot from... I think it's going to take more from Ferrari um, and less from Aston Martin for that to happen. Because um, I think Aston will go into the second half of the season... Um, with 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 as I said, with those upgrades they're going to bring, um, and and be determined to at least finish third, um, considering the start of the season they had, um, but yeah, it's a small gap Ferrari have to Aston, so you know, if if Ferrari can get their shit together, they could finish third, um, because fourth is just unac- unacceptable, and then Red Bull, um, first in dominant form, and well, what else do I need to say? That's exactly the way things are. Um, they've been completely dominant again, mostly Max, um, and he's put the he put the frighteners up. Um, Checo, to be honest, um, Checo had some decent results, a couple of wins at the beginning of the season, um, but Max, w- once they got to the European, like, um, yeah, Max has been un- un- unstoppable. Um, I think he's a hundred and twenty five points ahead of Checo now. I think uh, in the standings. Uh, I think he could win the championship. I think the earliest he could win it if he wins the races, gets all fastest laps, and Checo is second. I think um, Japan, he could have it wrapped up. Um, if 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 he wins all the races and Perez has a couple of stinkers, he could wrap it up sooner then. It could be Singapore. Um, then if the first race back after the winter, after the summer break is, uh, is Zanbert's home race. Um, yeah, nothing is nothing's going to stop uh, Max from winning the championship, or um, other than like him, I don't know, an act of God coming along and taking him out for the rest of the season. Which look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wishing that at all. Touch some wood, um, and then Checo went on to win all the rest of the races. But no, look, Max is going to win it. It's more of just of just when, not if. Um, it's just the um, the car is in a different league to the rest of the grid and Max is in a different league to everyone else in that car. Um, It's one of those, you know, car and driver coming together and just destroying the opposition. That's not their fault. It's the opposition um, not doing a good enough job. Um, But unsurprisingly, my prediction for Red Bull was pretty accurate. And I think anyone would have made the same prediction. Um, They are first. Max is first. Jacko is second. And they are miles ahead of everyone else. 
they are currently sitting on 503 points to Mercedes in second, who have 247. So they have more than double the points of the team in second place. Um, and we're only halfway through the season. Um, I'll do a quick rundown of the driver standings just so we so, so we we can have a quick discussion there. I'll go backwards. Um, Daniel Ricciardo on zero, um, but he's only done two races. I think he might get himself some points in the second half. Um, he does seem to he does seem to like the Avatari better than he liked the McLaren. At least um, he had a good weekend in Spa. Uh, or sorry no in well no the sprint was good in spa but he had a good weekend in his first weekend back in hungary um so yeah let's let's, let's hope daniel ricardo can can show us the talent that he that he had uh, in his pre-mclaren years um in formula one and uh, nick defries um well yeah we've talked about nick um harsh harsh but fair i think Zero points for him. Logan Sargent, zero points, but having a decent enough rookie season. Um, hopefully, he managed to get himself a point or two before the season is out um, to help Williams' cause on his own. Kevin Magnussen, two points. Um, he's been he's been shown a pretty solid hand um, by by Nick by sorry by uh, Nico Hulkenberg, um, which um, probably won't bode well for Kevin in the future. Um, they might keep. I said they Haswell will probably keep the same driver lineup for next year. We shall see. Because um, <clears throat> I think they do need, at a very minimum, they need an experienced driver lineup. Um, because they need something to cover up the the, the misgivings of the team. I've talked about Haas before. Um, I feel like I feel like they just again in at the upper end of management. They just they just don't seem to care enough. Um. Which is unfortunate for everyone else in the team, but um, yeah, K, K- Mag with only two points and eighteenth, um, he he should be doing better than that. Um, Yuki is seventeenth with three points, um, one of which those points came today. Um, yeah, um, again, it's, it's too hard to judge really how he's doing up against Danny, Danny Rick. Um, Danny Rick beat him pretty comfortably in Hungary, um, but Yuki had a good race there now in Spa. Um, he was. Much better than Nick DeFries, um, and he is steadily improving. Yuki, um, so seventeenth, but he might get himself a few more points before the end of the season. So he might jump uh, the, the the drivers who are in sixteenth and fifteenth, um, sixteenth being Guan Yu Zhou, um, improving. Um, but is he improving enough? I don't think so. But as I said, his nationality might help him in keeping his drive. Bottas is just one point ahead of Joe in the other off Romeo. Um, again, for someone of his experience, he should be doing better. But then again, the off Romeo isn't exactly a great car. Nico Hulkenberg, um, some good results. He's been qualifying great. Um, but again, the Haas isn't allowing him to do much more than that. Albon, 11 points in the Williams um, in 13th. Um, showing a great turn of form. Um, but again, I think that's as, as good as he'll get um, with the car that he has. Gasly, 12th. Um, he would have wanted better than that. Um, he's had some some unfortunate DNFs. Um, so yeah, 22 points is not great for Pierre. He should be higher up than that. Uh, Piastri, 34 points in 11th. Um, yeah, if, if he continues his, his, his improvement, um, which he showed this weekend for sure, um, I feel like he might jump up. Um, the standings and um, he might even take 10th uh, 9th and 10th and um, 10th being Ocon uh, again 35 points Um he scored a podium in Monaco wasn't it Um he's been he's been pretty consistently better than Gasly and um, 
which is fair because Gasly came into into Alpine, um, which had pretty much become Ocon's team when Alonso left. Um, and you know, Alpine have a lot of faith in Ocon. Ocon signed a five year deal um, with Alpine. Um, so yeah, he has been the better of the two. Um, but again, the car is holding him back from anything better than tenth. Um, so he might have to watch his back with Piastri. Piastri's only one point behind him now. Um, Lance Stroll is ninth. Um, he should be doing better than that. Um, the Aston Martin, you know, as I said, was the second best car. Um, arguably now it's probably the fifth. Um, but at this point of the season, um, considering the first half that Aston Martin had, uh, he should be much further up than ninth and and, and forty seven points. Um, so I do think Piastri could possibly catch him as well. Um, there's twelve points in it. Um, but the form that Piastri's on, he could jump. Uh, Stroll, um, Stroll needs to do better. Uh, Norris eighth. Um, again, if the current form continues, he could possibly go higher than that. Um, he is what twenty. He's twenty three points behind seventh. Again, if, if McLaren's form continues, it's he he could he could get higher than that. Um, but thirty two points is or sorry twenty 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 three points is is a big uh, is a big ask in this in the in the tight midfield pack. Um well but but the McLaren could possibly be the fourth fastest third or it's the third or fourth fastest car out there now at the moment. Um so he could he could possibly take seventh. But seventh is Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari. Um again he was he was having a decent run of form at the beginning of the year, um staying out of trouble. Um and it was more the car letting Carrying the team, letting uh, the Ferrari drivers down, but yeah, Carlos. Again, he's one of those drivers. He's he's good. I just don't think he's great. Um, he could potentially uh, have a good battle with six, who is George Russell, who's on ninety nine points, who isn't having a great season. Um, he's been shown a, a clean set of heels by by Lewis this year, I think. Um, I mean, he's, he's he, he was leapfrogged there now today, as was Science actually. Um, by Charles Leclerc um, with that podium um, but he's on equal points with Charles on 99 but um, yeah George he should do better than that considering Mercedes is now second um, so like he, yeah he might get ahead of Charles uh, as the season progresses um, but I don't see him catching his teammate he was currently fourth um, if the current run of form keeps going for Lewis um, and Mercedes um you know, Lewis is, is showing us that you know he he, he is the, the seven time dominant world championship winning driver um, that we that we've known for years. And um, it's just Mercedes have had a bit of a shit one the last the last little while, but the the car has improved. Lewis has improved, um, and he is he's fifty points well forty nine points ahead of Charles, um, but he's only one point behind Fernando now. Um, so again, that's Aston dropping off. Um, and Mercedes improving. Fernando third. Um, he he. I think he'd wish he was second. Um, after the start of the season they've had. Um, but yeah, Aston Martin have been, have been going backwards. But Fernando, you know, showing why we all love Fernando. He's an incredible racing driver, and he is single handedly, um, given um Aston Martin um the the all the plaudits that they've that they've. That they that they've received this year, um, it's just a shame. It's again, it, it, it Aston Martin falling backwards is just another. It highlights again how Fernando, if you give him the machinery, he will perform. 
but if he doesn't have the machinery, unfortunately, he can't show the talent that he has, um, which has kind of just been the uh, the story of his career uh, post Renault um, and Ferrari. Really, um, it's a shame the the record books um, won't tell the true story of the talent of Fernando Alonso. At forty two years old, um, he's still got it. Um, hopefully, Aston can turn it around in the second half of the season. Um, he could, he could mathematically if uh, catch Perez in second if if they can turn it around in the second half. Um, but there is a, a forty point gap there between him and Perez. Perez second on one hundred eighty nine points. Um, if he was anywhere other than second, it would be farcical, and he should be sacked. Um, with how good the the Red Bull is, but the fact that he is. Um, let me do the maths on this. He is a hundred and hundred and ten hundred. Yeah, sorry, I had this. Sorry, he's one hundred and twenty-five points um, behind Max Verstappen, who is showing why he is now a double world champion and soon to be a triple world champion. Um, he's in a different league in that car. It's just yeah, as I said, it's a matter of time now before Max Verstappen um, wins this championship. Um, I know dominance isn't the most exciting spectacle, but we will look back on this um, and him in the future um, as something special because that's exactly what it is. Um, so yeah, um, apologies again for my usual ramblings. I thought this would be way shorter than the error it's been. Um, but I just wanted to put down on, would have been tape back in the day, but a digital audio recording of my mid-season um predictions and how they compare to what i thought before the season started um, i'm gonna shut up now Um, i doubt anyone's gonna to listen to this one because it's f1 only um, and it was terrible as usual but um yeah let's look forward to the next race which will be in zanvert uh, in a month's time the last weekend in august um, and let's see how everyone um tackles the second half of the season and um, thanks for listening be safe be well i'll talk to you again soon bye